This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome today to today's episode here on the Mother Loving Future Show. We are so excited to have Maja back with us, Witch of the Dawn. And this time we're going to be having a live reading in the light of today's topic, divination. So for show notes on today's topic, go to our website, themotherlovingfuture.com. Jenna, do you want to kick us off with your definition on divination? Yes. So my definition of divination with the Witch of the Dawn is your questions answered by spirit through the voice of the oracle herself, Maja. (laughs) Uh, So I would just quickly like to introduce Maja because she's no ordinary character. No, no, no. She is our hero, our esoteric hero in so many ways. So Maja has been with us for Astrology 101, our podcast. If you guys haven't checked that out, you should. It's mind-blowing. It changed my life. That's why I have those printouts up there on the wall. Jenna's studying astrology after that session. Well, I mean, I'm like looking into it a lot more and I'm understanding it is the thing. Yes. Because of what you said. Oh, good. good. Archetypes and positions. Yes. That's all you need to know. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Maja is a legit witch of the dawn, if, if you're wondering. She's based here in LA. She is a seasoned astrologer, a tarot master, and an I Ching sensei. And all of these tools are going to be used today in today's divination as a tool, yes. a divination tool. So Maja is performing today as an oracle in the tradition of Delphi and the Sibels. We're also live on Facebook and Instagram, going to be answering your questions today. Yeah. So bring Absolutely. Them on. So, and hey. welcome, Maja. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me back. It's my pleasure to be here. I love doing oracles. It's very fun. And I'm always surprised and delighted at the answers that mm. are received. Mm. So it's a lot of fun for me, too, because I like to Nancy Drew things. So I'm happy to Nancy Drew for you guys today. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Okay. Before we get into some incredible questions for the Oracle and the universe, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the mediums you're using today? Yes. <clears throat> the I Ching is probably the trickiest to describe because a lot of people are pretty familiar with tarot over here. Um, but the I Ching is essentially a Chinese Oracle that they have found evidence of dating to 6500 B.C., And it utilizes a series of generated responses that have been translated. The book I'm using today is called Total I Ching, and it was written by my teacher, Stephen Karcher, who worked heading up the Aranos Foundation in Europe, which had such characters as Joseph Campbell, Carl Jung, Mircea Eliade. So he's a pretty savvy individual in terms of reading the archetypes, right? Yeah. So the, the, the I Ching is essentially an archetype driven divination system, much like the tarot. The tarot, a lot of people don't really know its um, real origin. That's very debatable. Some people say it comes from Egypt or from Jewish Kabbalistic influences. But the word tarot actually comes from the word tarochi, 
which in Italian means blood orange. I was and, about to say, is that a good pasta dish? Right? Right? <laughs> Yummy. That sounds good. It comes from a, a volcano where blood oranges get their red color because they got the red soil from the volcano. Mm-hmm. And the area where taro became popular was where the blood oranges grew by the so volcano. in Italy. Wow. In Italy. Hmm. So huh. that's kind of the Do earliest. Some people that, say French. When that was? That was like around the 1700s. Oh, it started so to gain that ago. name and those cards. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. And are they the same archetype characters? Same archetypes. The archetypes are the same in every divination system, which is what makes it easy. And tell right? us quickly about the archetypes. The archetypes are a series of... Um, energies which exist and then you kind of tap into them and they're always there and everyone gives them the same attributes. So like, for example, in every culture, they'll have some kind of thing that's like Mother Mary, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they'll call her by many names. The Great Mother. So is that what Sibel is? Correct. Sibel is the Great Earth Mother, the the womb and tomb of all. Interesting way to say it. Right? That's what the ancients would call it. So a lot of our present day religious archetypes are actually just borrowed from these archetypes which are there present in human consciousness for thousands and thousands of years and they always have the same kind of signature mm-hmm. or Energy signature. attributes yeah. correct almost like gold like if you were to chemically look at what gold is it's always going to have those properties mm-hmm. so an archetype is like this thing that has the same properties that so, don't change. So like the the mother archetype would be just very loving, vast heart, loves everyone like her child. Oh, also dark. Also She's dark. loving and destroyer. It's very Kali style, right? And Mary... Similarly, like she's very loving until after Jesus dies and then the Pentecost comes, right? People always forget about the Pentecost, which is coming in May, where her grief is the force of grief and the death force that comes along with the mother. Mm. A lot of people forget about that with Mary, um, but it's post-Jesus' death. Interesting. Okay. And how many archetypes are there? That's a really good question, right? The I Ching has 64, which is the same number of recombinant factors in DNA, um, right? 64 possible combinations of four original mm-hmm. um, ones. Four the tarot has four. 22 major arcana, but then um, 72 total in the deck, which is also the 72 names of God. Mm-hmm. So the number of archetypes changes in the systems, but it'll always be consistent those numbers, the different ones that people use will be seen, like in Kabbalah, the 72 is also used, which is why some people think tarot originated in Kabbalah, because that's how many names of God or forms of God there are. Well, even if, if even if it gained popularity along the volcano, that right. still doesn't really claim its origin. Totally not. And a lot of times there's things that came from somewhere else that mm-hmm. someone else stole and then made mm-hmm. popular, just like mm-hmm. knockoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very, one of my pet peeves is I want to know where things originate from. Mm-hmm. But in my research is I'm like, it's literally impossible to mm-hmm. find this out. You could ask yeah. the Oracle. Right? <laughs> like, what is the origin? So astrology, the astrology signs would be arch- archetypes yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there's 12 of those, right, in our zodiac or pantheon. Sometimes they're called the pantheon. Mm-hmm. in Greek and Rome, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the characters in the play, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The okay. forms we have to choose from. Like we were having a conversation earlier on maybe all of our um, humans are just, there's only so many different characters you have to choose from, like the forms of a duck, 
Yeah. Like there's only so many kinds mm, of ducks. Yeah. You could be a mallard. And so we would all fall under duck. some type under of archetype. Some type of archetype. So what archetype are you? Sagittarius. That, that, <laughs> if that, I was going astrologically. Right? Okay. But so, say if you're going via the tarot. Oh, via the tarot. Of... So I would go, oh, <laughs> blackout. <laughs> Woo, Jenna, you took me out. <laughs> So what type of tarot archetype are you? So for me personally, my tarot card is nine of cups, Mm -hmm. which corresponds with my birthday, which is a a genie you can make a wish on. Oh, that makes sense. It's like a wishing well where you come and you ask something and then I give you something, which I feel like I'm doing. (laughs) That's happening right now. Because you're so (laughs) immersed in this world of archetypes, do you, can you not help but see people's archetypes when you meet them or energetically read, oh, she's the high priestess or she's the, the king of whatever. I personally, though, it's it's easy to pin someone to one. But with humans, I feel like we're kind of like diamonds with a lot of faces. Totally. So we, we contain the potential to express every kind of archetype. Kind of like your DNA mm-hmm. can evolve and transform because it contains all the possibilities. The genotype in, is different than the phenotype. Right? So, But you'll mainly express that which you habituate to, which doesn't mean you can't grow and change into another form. Well, like with you, I see the archetype of the earth mother, I, I, like the earth goddess. I right. see the archetype of the high priestess. And they aren't necessarily multiple. The same. That's yeah. multiple. What would you say our archetypes are? Right. <laughs> you're so warrior style. Like yeah. to me, you, you got totally warrior have that too. fire yeah. too. So ah. yeah, you're like Diana would be like one of the ones I would put you in. Is here. that like a goddess of the hunt? Diana was the goddess of the hunt. So she oh, yeah. was very oh, yeah. like masculine, feminine well, kind of style. You're not masculine. Are you talking about my mind? <laughs> Don't worry. Is I saw it coming through. What's up to you? It's like an no, attitude. But you are a warrior, you know? Yeah, yeah. You are I, that's a warrior Leo as well. Yeah. Totally the, the, Leo. Like the style. prime. Yeah. I know. It's fine. Okay. Name. And what's Jenna? So you're way more like arbitrator, where you're like, to me, you feel more like not this way, not that way. So like no extremes. You okay. feel way more middle pather to me okay. and more like um, almost like a justice one. Yeah, like or Libra someone, or justice. Someone who's going to like try to make conflict turn into uh, like diplomacy you feel like a diplomat hell mm. take it Should, a philosopher <laughs> diplomat no I, w- I mean i was a philosopher at a school where there is many many um cultures and i had to be diplomatic so hey do you negotiate with people are you a negotiator with her four-year-old i yeah, yeah my four-year-old i do have to negotiate and yeah. my husband's a lawyer so i have to negotiate oh, with that's him. so funny so you're yeah. attracted to that yeah yeah I feel like you could be like an arbiter, right? It's a go-between mm-hmm. to try to resolve conflict. And I think like I do have like a sense of fairness. Like I don't go from my own ego. I kind of go from like what's fair for everyone, even if it's exactly. not best for me. No extreme. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Uh, for So we're looking at these three divination tools yes. today. We've got, well, we've got I Ching, Tarot, and then we may pop into some astrology as well. For any of the skeptics out there, what would you, do you have any type of scientific backup for how these work? Sure. Yeah. I, everything is a system, right? And systems one of the things, systems. So I usually, if anyone's skeptical, just try it do it, like interact with it. If you're going to try to talk about eaching, it's like trying to describe how it feels to swim in the ocean. Mm-hmm. The, the best thing I can recommend is to engage with the divination system and do it. But if you're scientifically skeptical about the eaching, you can see that the numerology is exactly reflected in DNA. So it's reflecting natural systems. Similarly, with the tarot cards, it's using chance, synchronicity, and chaotic patterns 
to discern just like statistics do. It's the same type of system that the Wall Street people use. So if scientists want to criticize the tarot, they better criticize the methods used by every single speculation system that we're engaging in currently. Yeah. And also, can I speak to science and just say that, you know, if you look at science 300 years ago, they're going to look at an airplane flying in the sky and think that that's magic, you know? And it's really just science hasn't caught up yet. So I would say science hasn't caught up yet. And we're going to- Use the systems all the time. Yeah. Science uses statistical systems. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. literally using divination systems to generate outcomes. But Statistics is generating a preconceived outcome based on a certain amount of numerological information, which is exactly what Tarot is mm-hmm. doing. Oh, so great. Okay, well, shall we get into it? Yes, let's get started. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Okay, what should we do? I'm feeling I Ching. What, what do you uh, yeah, guys I'm think? I'm so into the I Ching. I love I want to see. Okay, you guys have yeah, to you check, guys gotta check out, this out our little spread. Oh, yes. Look so at I this. have three coins in oh. a fountain. Okay. <laughs> My friend gave me these. She got them in China, and they're several hundred years old. I think they're made out of several brass. Several hundred years old? I have to hold they one probably, of them. They sound so they really have, good when they clink. Oh, they Heavy. I know they're heavy. They're heavy. Those were probably actually shit. used by people to buy rice wow. or or whatever they How wanted to buy. How did she get hold of these? In China, they were on sale. They're beautiful. You and went to China? Big. I didn't. She went to China and then she bought them for me because she knows how much I love I Ching. Definitely so got energy to them. Yeah, yeah they, they feel do. like mojo. Yeah, I like them. They do. Give me some of that mojo. Let me rub some of that mojo on my <laughs> belly. Just take a bath in them. <laughs> mojo on my belly. Amazing. Okay, so so ask your questions now, guys. We're, we're going we for start. I Ching. Yes. Can I? Am I? Should I be self and selfish and ask for a, a personal question? Well, first? you you are you're the Leo, so <laughs> okay, get there. Excellent. Center right. stage, claiming it. <laughs> you are also the universe, so whatever you ask will hopefully translate to everyone else. Okay. Well, um, I want to ask about. Okay, wait. Before I ask this question, yes, is it possible to get a timeline or time frame from the I Ching? Time is really funny. Um, there's different techniques, which I don't know. There's one technique called plum blossom style. And there was this one older Chinese gentleman who figured out, um, like, for example, his friends asked him to foretell the future. And he said, someone with an ax will knock on my door at 2 p.m. And that, in fact, happened. And there was all these people that witnessed it. Using the I Ching, he generated that. Oh, wow. So I don't use that technique. But mostly we can get seasons. Like, there'll be months affiliated with certain hexagrams. Um, But I always encourage people to try not to ask future stuff because it's best for reflecting Mm -hmm. everything that's currently Mm -hmm. occurring. Mm -hmm. And it'll do that in a kind of timeless fashion mm-hmm. but of course everyone wants to know time frames because we have to deal with the world and time and yeah. space we live in yeah. linear time unlike True. the universe and the information coming to us which doesn't have which linear time so that can be the because i it's have time had a very session so well, yeah I've, I've had astrology sessions where it's it's come to fruition but not in the time but not in the time frame that i was given and i've always thought that it must be because the the way we experience time a, here in the matrix yeah is an illusion and we've we made, made it up, up. we yeah. made it up and then <laughs> out there it's totally not conjecture. so but you could take it as an affirmation if even if it's not in time the right time you, like if she says you know you're going to the I, I Ching says you're going to get pregnant 
in fall, then you can just take it as, okay, well, you're going to get pregnant. You know, maybe the time right. is relative, but eating always tells me nature's time, not your time. <laughs> I love when I'm that. impatient, like it answers with this hexagram that says, you know, what? you need to learn nature's time, not brilliant. human time. Yeah. That's brilliant. I, just, I, I mean, the statistical, like idea that the same hexagram would come up when you ask the same question is just mind boggling. It's like basically impossible. Yeah. And to people over time, like how many people in China for hundreds of years asked those same questions Mm. of like, when will I get pregnant? Mm -hmm. And think of the thousands, possibly millions of Chinese women that asked that question would generate the same response from the I Ching. It's mm. crazy. Is there a hexagram that means she's going to get pregnant? There are pregnancy hexagrams. Okay, well, let's, oh, let's see. Okay, let's, see let's do it. <laughs> right, do I have to touch them and put my no, you totally juju don't. on it or anything? You just have to ask the question. Okay, do I have to visualize it or harness it You just it use anywhere? your voice and ask. Okay. Do I, uh, I see you, Lake and Loon. We're going to get to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is my question to the I Ching. Yes. When will I get pregnant and, when, and will it be a girl? Am I allowed to have two answers in one? Let's, let's we'll just see what it says. That. Is it okay if she asks two? It might answer. It might not. We'll just try it. Okay. I'm but always down to see. The confidence will it be a girl of Maja. And when will I get pregnant? What does it say? What does so it say? Basically, she's throwing coins right now. I throw three coins six times, and that is what generates the response. Based on the heads and tails, it generates either a broken line or uh-huh. an unbroken line, uh-huh. which are yin and yang. Uh-huh. I always call it penis vagina. Because well, I mean, one's yeah. receptive, That's one's true. It's very um, true. forceful, right? So... One's a circle, one's a line. Everything is yin and yang in China. It's going to be one of the two. Yeah, the duality of life. Mm-hmm. And those come together to make mm-hmm. the Tao. I love how she's just imparting us with wisdom as she's doing it. As a rule. <laughs> okay. And then this generates another hexagram because it changes like how DNA changes. And then what I do is I take my little book and in the back of the book, there's like a key it's so oh detective. I know it's like Nancy I'm Drew, so right? I'm so buying this book. Yeah. This book is brilliant, <laughs> by the way. You can see it has seen some serious times. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is my second copy. My other this one literally what, like I disintegrated. This is yeah, that, that book's beautiful. It's, it's got history to it. It's all curled and the pages look like it's been stained oh, by tea. Oh, this is so cute. You got... Okay, so the hexagrams we got are hexagram 32 changing into hexagram 14. Hexagram 32 is about a, a married couple <gasps> that... That's uh, you and Carrie, Albert. That is stable. Wait, is and it a different married couple? <laughs> no, it's you. Her- oh, okay. That's it's right, it's you. Right, it's, right. <laughs> it's a stable married couple that can endure hardship and make it the long road and remain stable and constant. 32 is like your heart, mm-hmm. it, which is funny for a Leo answer. It's literally like a heart that is stable or having like a healing oh, in your so heart. Oh, that's so true. Okay, can we that pause there so, so I can true. give everyone the backstory? Yeah. <laughs> in case you don't know, we have explored it in a podcast, but last August around the um, the solar, the, the double eight, solar eight. eclipse and the Lionsgate portal opening, all that crazy astrology stuff, I had a ectopic pregnancy that ruptured and she went wrong. She almost died. Almost died from that. But before that, a month ago, I had a miscarriage. <sighs> and so with the ectopic and with the miscarriage, yeah, it's been a very heartbreaking. heartbreaking and so you have to heal. It's about not giving up. 32 is like, don't give up. Yeah, okay. Go the, go the distance. And You're then 14 the distance. is literally possessing something in your middle. Oh, 
14 possessing something. translates to having something inside of you. Okay. <sighs> Can I just tell you, though, that, that not only did it say you're going to get pregnant, but it no, also said... No, no, no. Said, wait, 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 wait. No, that, you are translating. It didn't say I'm going to get pregnant. It said there's going to be something in your middle. It's true. <laughs> having something that you want. It's like a wish inside of your belly. A wish inside what of your belly. Big, Gas bubble or something. <laughs> that wouldn't be something you want. Oh my God, that's true. That's so and not only that, but it served to reassure you that like you and Carrie are in it for, for the long haul. Right. Well, I should hope so. And that's it's. I'll read you 32. The words that it says is fixing the omen. And it's like about stabilizing your blood and your heart, which hmm. is funny because that would be like what a miscarriage is, is some kind of instability. Instability of your heart, so, blood and heart. That's yeah. fascinating because yeah. today I had my first uh, acupuncture session yeah. in the, in, um, you know, in inspiration of trying to be as fertile as possible right. to, for this pregnancy to stick and to be as healthy as possible. And he didn't say anything about my blood and, blood and stagnation, but he said my the energy in my stomach and my um, reproductive... Yeah, yeah. He said my stomach was small, small energy that we needed mm. to work on opening up. To open. So, Funny. Because if you get 32, there could have been some stagnation there. It says continue, endure, constant, <gasps> consistent, More durable. Sex. Keep trying right? to make a baby. A stable married couple. So it's kind of like about the stability of your relationship is an interesting response. I'm so happy, but that's really, I think that's like a crucial message from spirit because it's like part of like maybe why it didn't stick last time was because you guys were not were in the most fighting? stable place oh my at gosh. that time. Yes. Okay. <gasps> that gave me so, goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. the time when I miscarried and the, and a month later or two months later when I had the ectopic coinciding all of this health stuff, there was a stall in our relationship. Ugh. I'm not going to reveal details, but there was definitely a shock to my system that I think was translated in the shock and stopping of the pregnancy yeah, until the thing that's right. was worked until out. Because you didn't stable. feel safe to like yeah. give birth and have a baby and but bring another child the into the world at that time. the baby spirit didn't feel like Ready. it was stable. a good time to come through because right it wasn't stable enough. Oh, yeah. so I Ching is actually giving you instructions on how to get pregnant. Oh, yeah? It's not answering you if you will get pregnant. It's telling you what you need to do in order to have that happen. Okay, tell oh us, tell gosh. us, tell us. What do you mean? Isn't you, that crazy? Are you looking Listen, at stability? A, this is so the first now, line. Are you like at 32? This is 32. Okay. So there's two changing lines. So what we do is we read the changing lines. And it says, able to last in the center, which again <gasps> is like that able middle to thing. Able to last. Does that make sense? To stick, Harry's not lasting. Says, no, that does not. That it means says, the baby's going to stick. You are <laughs> trying to fix this influence too deeply too soon. This is not the way to go about it. Nothing you come up with will help you. The strength is there. Let the situation mature. It's funny because it couldn't make it to term, right? Yeah. Was the issue. Yeah. It says, let the situation mature and be resolute to connect to a creative force. So you are kind of like blocking the energy somehow through abandoning it or something. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. How I translate that is there was debris. I mean... W- 
I think 100% what we were going through in our marriage was reflected in the stilting of the process in my physicality and that we've moved through that in such a beautiful, powerful way. You just have to make it through is what each thing is saying. Just recently I felt an energetic shift with my heart opening and Mm -hmm. feeling safe and feeling. I've noticed in your report. It's just really And it's almost like it's better than it's ever been. It's like it needed to happen in order to to recalibrate our entire energy together. And that's probably the energy this little soul is waiting for. Exactly. The stability. Because it says too much excitement and agitation. Right? It was too much excitement and agitation Mm -hmm. that caused it not to go. It says find a vessel and use it. Be resolute about this. Right? So you have a commitment. (laughs) It's like a commitment. Uh, that's committed. so interesting as well because I did have the attitude of like, yeah, I'm pregnant, I'm not pregnant, whatever. I'm not going to be attached to it. I had that's this attitude so where I was... Non-committal. Yeah, non-committal. So you're saying I the the spirit or the universal wisdom coming through the oracle is telling me that I have to be, I have to choose this commit and be confident it. and commit to it. And keep going. Don't give up on it. Right. Okay. Which uh, most people in your circumstance would totally give up. That's a lot to go through. Yeah. Right. You would just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm committed. I'm definitely sticking. If you through. do, then you get to hexagram 14, which Whoa, is like, it says great being describes your situation in terms of acquiring great abundance and prosperity through the development of the center. The way to deal with it is concentrate your energies in one place to share the fruits of your effort. Focus on a single idea and impose a direction on things. So it's kind of that idea of just focusing on that, right? It says, through this, you will get effective power and the capacity to bring the situation to maturity. Okay. Bring it to term. To full term. It was not making it to full term due to the lack of stability. And look at what complexity the Yi Ching. Do you see what I'm like, talking about? It's not, it's answering specifics. your question on so many levels. Yeah, it's so really many levels. Specific. Really specific. It didn't say if it was going to be a girl or a boy. Is there any amount? It did not. Is There's there not a, yin a or gender yang aspect to either of these. Hexagram 14 is like a great being or like making an individual or literally making a person. Okay, the well, the image that would make used sense. is like a person. Um, that someone is lifting and is placed like on an altar to it create, kinda, kinda right? Like a menorah and a Christmas tree. Maybe it'll be in December. <laughs> well, this season, um, hexagram 32 is winter season, which means that would be when the instability occurred. Mm-hmm. And then hexagram 14 is summer. So mm-hmm. if we're looking at seasons, you should get pregnant in the summer. Okay. Would be what I Ching's prediction would be. Um, but this is literally indicate, look, it says, Ancestor, yang energy. The old character shows the great person and and suggests his power to protect and shelter, to like have something inside of it that you can bring to fruition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and and that's that's all the archetypes. The the archetypes are literally a stable married couple, mm-hmm. which also is a heart that doesn't waver from its commitment. Mm-hmm. That's which what thirty two is. Yep. and then fourteen is like an individual. Like an individual person being wow. being that created is in the center. Okay. Do you specific. Ha- do you and then the third archetype? There's just the two. Oh, it was just the two. Yep. Okay. And then the message all of this is bringing me to is to be clear, to choose it, and to focus to on it. the center. Exactly. And commit to commit it. To, and have, okay. Not, yeah. 
Strengthen and your center. Strengthen. And do you think it's like physically strengthen my Could center? Could be like what the acupuncture The acupuncture said today mm-hmm. about my stomach. That's crazy. Lack of chi in that yeah, area. Yeah, lack of chi in my stomach. Get it mm. flowing. Got to get those crunches going. Get that going. chi flowing. <laughs> totally. And then Maja, do, do, you have, do you have any intuitive sense just off the cuff of whether or not Amber will have a girl or a boy? Oh, that's always such a good question. But if you don't, Maybe it's we totally can look fine. at astrology later on. Right? And see if it's that's a boy a good or a girl. Way to, I would say a girl. That's what yeah, I would girl. say too. Great answer. Right? Okay. That's my guess. I'm, I'm bringing that in. Yeah, that's right, what we well, all want. Okay, that good. was incredible. Pretty good, right? Whoa. Whoa. I love each thing. Well, let's do, should we do Lake and Loon's question next? Uh, yeah, what, what was Lake and Loon's let's question? Um, Lake and Loon, what should my husband and I do with our family trauma that is happening and powerful negative energy that has entered our lives because of it? Potentially coming from family members. Oh, okay. Who doesn't have that? Yeah. So lame. We feel you, girlfriend. I know. It's so hard. Okay. Should we do that one? What should we use for that one? Do you guys want to try tarot this time? Uh, sure. Let's, Let's pull a card. Tarot or a little spin. I'll pull three cards Lake on that. Lake and Looney there. You and listening? we'll figure out. I love you so much. This will be the best way for you guys to handle the trauma specifically and deal with the negative energy. Because that was the focus of the question, yeah. correct? Okay. How do you pull cards? Oh, so cute. Look at that first one. Strength. Oh, God, I just got that oh. one. Oh, look, these guys are a couple. You got, oh, like, this is a pair. The king and queen king of pentacles. King and queen of pentacles, but they're reversed. What does that mean? Right? And then the first card that we get is strength. This so is rough. Like, when, when we say, uh, when the answer is strength for how you're going to have to deal with it, this means you're going to have to calm yourself down and deal with it very internally. Strength is like not just strong, like, you know, but being able to endure something. It's like running a marathon. And it's also about your mojo or keeping your kind of, you can see she's bending over and taming this beast that Mm. would otherwise eat her, right? So we can view the lion as this kind of traumatic beast that's trying to devour or consume you, but you have to change your relationship to the devouring beast in Mm. order to deal with it right nice. and is that a, does connecting to the divine have anything to do with it or infinite with the lamnus day which is over her head means you have to look at the situation over time not only in what's occurring in the moment but take the long view and think about like how you're going to endure through this and also that these things pass and there will be other times too not only this time right so that's kind of like for example if i'm in the middle of something i have to i want to know like this isn't going to always be this way and there's going to be an end to it. So that can help as well. And the thing that endures is you within it. So if we get strength, you have to know yourself and not include yourself in that, number one. So that's like a kind of distinction that you make where like that's them and Mm -hmm. this is me, Mm -hmm. right? This is a beast. And it's up to their interpretation and their relationship to it. Correct. The lion can also be sexual energy. So there is a component in this card that could have to deal with someone's like misappropriated libido, some kind of sexual scandal, and about what's necessary in order to tame the libidinous forces and deal with maybe a situation that got out of whack because of someone's sexual indiscretions or some need or desire that they had. So if you're going to deal with the trauma or the negative energy coming at you, Figure out what does the beast need in order to be happy? Is it hungry? What does it want? What does this negative energy want? 
Mm. And then you try to feed it. Like there's this story, the Norwegian you try to feed it? epics where Fenrir, the wolf, is kind of like the lion and he just eats everything and destroys everything, right? So the gods bind him up, but they can't just leave him bound. They have to feed him, right? You wouldn't just leave an animal to starve. There's something this negative energy wants. So try to figure out what it is and how to pacify it, mm-hmm. nice. right? Okay. Or placate it or bring it into harmony, what does it want? What does it need? And are you able to give it that? Or do you just need to wait it out? Then we get a couple. They're both reversed, not just one or the other. So you guys are definitely going through this together, right? This couple, queen and uh, king and queen of pentacles are like awesome. They're yeah. like rulers of the earthy realm. Yeah. Wow, they're Lots both of, of pentacles, the king both, and queen. So you guys, abundance. this also, the fact that both these come up, you and your husband are going to be okay. Again, separate yourself from that beast. It's not you guys. This is not you guys. It's outside of you guys. So you guys together can also give each other strength, be a source of strength for each other together, support each other. Even if the family is not supporting you, you can give vital support to each other. When pentacles cards are reversed, there's a block to the earth energy or the money energy. So maybe something that this beast wants is money right? So you might have to figure out how are you going to deal with the the financial uh, situation that is generating and give each other emotional support, especially if your finances are being devastated by it. But you also can't take on financial responsibility for something that isn't yours. So you might have to fight it and endure through it. Hmm, Nice. Amazing. How was that? They can loom. How are you doing? Um, Get hold of us. (laughs) Oh, she said... I'm crying. She said, F-U-C-K. I'm crying. <laughs> crying. You beautiful people. Oh, babe, I hope that helped you. Stick really, together. Yeah, you stick guys can together. support each other and make it through by sticking together. Cute. Awesome. You got so this, cute. babe. All right, Jenna. Uh, do you have turn? a question? Um, I, I'm feeling I ching. I don't know. You yeah, feeling I'm it? totally I'm feeling I ching. Okay. Love it. What do I really, really want to know? I mean, okay, so I'm going to go off that, but, but I'm going to tell you like, the biggest thing in my life right now is this blockage that is in my throat chakra. I oh, feel like a it, physical. Fi- mm-hmm. no, it's like an energetic blockage. Yeah. And it manifests in lots of different physical and emotional ways, but all like jaw, throat issues. Um, I'm really trying to shift that right now. And a part of that, I know it's like about expression and me f- expressing myself in the world, but I feel a blockage there. And I also feel like that's a lot of my... Uh, destiny, if you want to call it that, is like has to do with expression. Yes. So just sort of like, I guess what I really want to know is like, will I make it to the place where I'm able to like express myself? Oh, that's cute. I will say one thing. I've had a few lady friends that also had that issue. And this one time my friend and I discovered that for women, the throat is connected to the womb yeah, in a is. weird way. It is. It's like the and so craniosacral. If you, if you have sexual repression, not yeah. to get too personal, but no, that can I mean, translate to your jaws and vice versa. And also when I was giving birth or about to go to the hospital, my friend who had a baby, she goes, watch your jaw. Yeah. Oh yeah. She totally. said, pay attention to your jaw because that translates to totally. like a constriction. Yes. So uh, one of the ways you can open that. your mouth is to f- liberate yourself sexually and that would translate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so interesting because I, I mean, so many people do, but just today at the acupuncturist, I was yeah. saying, I'm getting jaw clench and grinding and all these, this tightness around my jaw. So do you think that's connected to the sexual? It might not be the cause of it, but you can treat one with the other. So like if there's a converse, like in acupuncture, for example, sometimes if you get a knee injury, they'll treat it with 
what they call cross joint therapy. So they'll actually needle your opposite elbow yeah. to treat the knee. Yeah. So if two systems are have a direct Connected. connection, you can, can help use each other. one or the other to help each other definitely. out. Definitely. And I, I right? definitely intu- intuitively know that there is a connection to that. Yeah. But I think the root of my issue is actually jaw. It, yeah. it, and that might tra- translate to me feeling like sexually use it to not help. as... Right. As, but it could damper it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because let's see. I, I, yeah. Let's see. What does the universe have to say? I know. Right? Okay. My teacher, Dr. Karcher, used to say that the moment that you release the coins is when the daemon steps in in order to generate, right? That mm-hmm. like the, the randomness, spirit that then the spirit mm-hmm. like kind of takes over for when to release it. Well, it certainly would have to for this to work as well as it does. I'm like, <laughs> how does this work? It makes, oh, gotta play it as it lies. Wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it goes like that. It doesn't matter that it fell off? No, I play it as it lies, so I take it for where it fell. Sometimes they'll, sometimes they do weird things like roll across the floor. Oh, wait, that one was good. Okay, and then we look it up. What do we got? In our handy dandy little (laughs) decipher. Decipher the code. I always feel like I'm deciphering. Uh, like a code like you would on cereal boxes or something when I do each So fun. Oh I know my it's God. really fancy Drew. Oh, look, you are. It's oppression. Okay, so the first hexagram we got is hexagram 29 and it changes into 47. 29 is like fear or how to confront and That's face so true. a fear. 29, the image is like a pit that repeats. So it's like you keep getting out of it and then falling back into it. Getting out of it, but it's a and fear also, you have to confront. Also, just to speak to that, like yeah. pit thing is like I I I think the genesis of this issue it has to do with past lives and speaking my truth in past lives and being like killed or punished. Right. Over, over and, and over and over. And over, and over. You know? Well, the good news is 29 is literally instructions for how to confront that fear. And do you know what Tell it me. says? Tell me. The <laughs> answer is rehearsal. It's literally like, like, doing like a, a music, every week? like band practice. Yeah. The answer to 29 is in order to You're defeat so it, right. you oh rehearse my God. it. You know what? It's the same thing I've come to is like what I need to do is just a little bit every Correct. day. Correct. That's know? right. Keep rehearsing <sighs> this... and that's how you'll get out of the pit. Right? Yeah, you're right. And 47, it's funny because it's and about... And by the way, that was a big incentive with why we wanted to start the podcast because Jenna oh, felt like it was a way of voice. speaking her yeah. truth, of Aww. opening up her heart, yeah, sh- her throat chakra. It is. Amazing. And, but it's not that my... It has my obsession not been since January, just like working a little bit every day and just like yep. pushing through. Like Keep you, confronting it. You were it. saying on our last podcast about the sound barrier and how you have to like push through that sound barrier. That's right. You know, and I'm at that place oh, where yes, exactly. I'm having to push through that sound barrier and just like step by step by step. Listen to these words. Confront your fears. Practice, repeat, rehearse. Rise to the challenge. I'm going to rise. This is a good one for everyone. Right? I'm going to rise to the challenge. It's such a good challenge. answer. And then the changing line indicates if you are trapped or cut off, don't fight it. Lay out an offering to the spirits. Give of yourself, open the window and let them in. So it's kind of just saying, just do it. 
Don't, if you're in a prison, don't like fight the prison. Just do the thing you want to do. Mm -hmm. It's a very direct answer. It's funny because 47 has the idea of communication cut off or being cut off and being in a safe place. Like the images of a secret garden. I actually got hexagram 47. This client once asked me about her business and I got hexagram 47, which is like a secret garden. And I said, are you guys growing weed indoors? And she was (laughs) like, yes. Busted. <laughs> but it's like an in somewhere well, where you feel safe. So I Ching is asking you to practice inside of a place that you feel safe. Cute, right? Yeah, that does That's make really sense. That's really cute. Really cute. Yeah, that does make sense. In order to get over the fear. Yeah. Because 29 is very specific. It's fear that's causing it. Yeah. It is. So to break out of that fear, do the activity, repeat it, practice it until you feel secure enough to come out of your sacred secret garden. That's so cute. That's really cute. I I mean, I I translate all of that to this being a safe place and mm-hmm. each yes. week you're rehearsing mm-hmm. um and you here's know, also where I write giving your our, truth. Yeah. And where is... we're writing our book and doing a whole bunch of creative totally. stuff to open up that that chakra, that truth. Yeah. <gasps> exciting. And I am also with, with the secret garden, another image that kind of came to me when you said that, I'll just tell you, is yeah. like, um, I feel maybe one of the reasons, I don't know if this is connected, but one of the reasons maybe why I haven't spoken my truth yet is because it's like, it wasn't safe yet. To, you don't feel safe. Or but we're busting through to a new paradigm But we're now. busting through to the new paradigm, so hopefully now I can just... Being uncomfortable. Like one of the things that I practice and that martial arts teaches you is how to be okay being uncomfortable. In religious literature, they call it wearing a hair shirt. To wear the hair shirt means you're just going to be uncomfortable. You're, you can wear a hair shirt. Right? You basically, basically are wearing, wearing a hair shirt. shirt. <laughs> you know, but, but you that's know, part that of my idea of like being uncomfortable on purpose. Totally. And that is what I'm getting into. Yeah. But it's also hard for me because on our other podcast, Highly Sensitive People, you yes. know, I have like highly sensitive perception issues, which yeah. causes me to then have adrenal reactions if I'm too overstimulated. Uh, so for so me... So a hair shirt might be good. Yeah, I think I need a hair <laughs> or shirt. Or torturous. Jeez. It's, I mean, I just need to just embrace the torture basically at this point. Oh, (laughs) my phone just died. Sorry, everyone who was on Facebook Live. (laughs) Uh, Okay, can I ask another question? Yes. Can I ask the I Ching, where should I, um, where should we look, we're currently looking to buy a a home. Mm -hmm. Where should we, what area should we look to buy our home? Okay. So remember, I Ching isn't going to say like Echo Park. Well, you never know. Make me clear. Sometimes it'll give like regions or things like that. Well, it might say like a park of echoes. Right? (laughs) It's funny. It gets weird, right? So let's see. I'm always down to just try it and see. Gotta play it as a life. All right. Oh, the tension. <laughs> I know. I love how so you can like, start to decipher say? it as it goes. Uh-huh. 
It's funny. I still don't have them all memorized. You think I would after doing this for Oh, well, there are, what, 64, so you said? There's 64 different ones. I just always look it up and don't think well, about totally memorizing it. But some people have all of them memorized. I know. It's funny, right? I should totally get on it. Okay, let's see. Okay, what you got for me? Oh, it's by a river. 63 is very literal to by a river or like a body of water. I'm off Avenue 63. Is that by the water? Well, is it it a river or by the water? Oh, it's literally Avenue 63. Uh, So the number is weird. Well, I'm literally off. My house is off Avenue 63 63. right now. What? Well, then it's got to be pretty close to Avenue 64 if it's close to Avenue 63. Mm, What do you mean by that? Isn't 64 right next to 63? Yeah, but <laughs> what's think? that got to do with anything? Well, because it's number six. Oh, it's 63. I thought it was 64. <laughs> I'm like, what is oh, no, Jenna it's, tapping No, it's 63 oh, yeah, I precisely. It was, I thought it was 64. That's why I said that. That one mm-hmm. is a river mountain. It says crossing to the river mountain festival. So it's telling you an area that has a river and that has a mountain. That, so those are two descriptive terms <laughs> hmm. um, that it's giving. Like the image that it shows in the literal drawing. Mm-hmm. The old character means finishing a meal. Oh, yeah, there's someone cooking. So it's kind of like by a restaurant or where food is cooked. Mm-hmm. And it says across a river um, and it's by a mountain. Like literally in the image, you can see there's this river wow. and then a field and then a mountain. I feel like that's the answer to my same question. That's so funny. Of like, where am I going to move? Because that's exactly Let's the description of Let's see what the changing line Wow, says. fascinating. A river and a mountain. But there's lots of other... Um, hexagrams that don't have any land descriptions, and this is very specific. Yeah, this is big. Well, to come a with river. Me. Come with me to where I'm going. Three rivers, right? baby. Okay, let's see. It says, crossing to the River Mountain Festival. In the midst of the crossing, it seems like what you hope and care for is lost. Don't worry. Don't chase it. When the time comes, it will find you without trying. Okay. That's so good. you just, it'll like spontaneously happen. It says, have no cares. You will soon have what you desire. Wait for the right moment to act. It says, a lady loses her jade hairpin. Do not pursue it. On the seventh day, it will return. So that's that, like, maybe you've been looking, I go in for a house, we lose it, but then yeah. correct. it comes yeah. back to us. Yeah. That's right. Or if you lose this house that you're currently like really loving, mm-hmm. don't, you're losing your jade hairpin, but don't worry because it's going to be come back to you in seven days. Yeah. Hmm. This is funny. This is amazing. So I mean, it's the also river, giving you instructions. The river by the ocean, to me, honestly, but it didn't say to, river by the mountain. By the, it said a river. No, I'm sorry. It said a mountain by water. Right. That's right. Exactly. So what if I that to me says Topanga because that's a mountain huh. by water. I mean, shows that. water and, or a river. So it could either be water, could be by the beach or a river. Oh, this is feeling good. So okay. it'll be close to the what water. What if you lose the one in, on the east side and get one in Topanga? That's I mean, like that would the be less, ideal. That's even like less price. Something because they by have, the water. They have houses for less than that in Topanga. Mm. All right. Hmm. And then hexagram this is three this is, is what like I heal. <laughs> difficulty at the beginning, but then it goes through. They're both actually spring hexagrams. So that would mean before uh, June Summer? 21st. And oh. also, like the, I, I got a sense of like you, you think you want something, but like don't be attached to that because That's something true. better is coming. Yeah, what really resonates with me is when you said it will find you. Don't worry about That's it. That's right. Yeah, and water element, as Jenna knows, is everything to me. And that's what hurt me about your last house choice is that it didn't have that water mm. element. Like, oh. I don't feel like you'd be happy if you weren't next to the water. Well, it's got the, it's got a pool. So that's true. Mm. And it is on a mountain. It is on a mountain. Funny. Could a pool? It, 
It says water. water. Like literally it says water or a river. Hmm. Okay. So. All right. Is that, is that all it says? Is, and then hexagram the three is what it changes into, which is like a little difficulty at the beginning, but uh-huh. then it goes through. The image in hexagram three is of a plant that has to break through the soil in order to bud. But once it gets through that initial difficulty of popping, through, which is why it represents spring, because mm-hmm. it's literally like when the plants push up out of the ground. So it's also giving you a timeline. You should. This is are you guys looking right now? Yeah, yeah. we're looking right, right now. now. Should be before June twenty first. Isn't this fascinating? So not only we'll out of sixty four <laughs> different archetypes, I Ching gave me a landscape. That's it gave right. me a river it and did. a mountain, and then it also gave me a time frame because Correct. I said where my question was where yeah, am I to buy a house? But and we're when? currently looking. And it gave me spring, season. spring, and a river and a mountain. I mean, that's that's amazing. It's flabbergasted. It could. It I want to see if I get river and mountain when I ask the same question. Right? It could. Mm. Uh, that would be. That Maybe would we'll be, be neighbors. In an ideal world. Are you wow. going to move okay. too? Well, we are selling our house, and we are going to with that. We're going to stay here, but we're going to with our other house get. Um, we want to buy land yeah. by a river on a mountain. Funny, that's a, like literally. That's why when I said that, I was like, maybe that's from there. Okay, well, <laughs> that's my question. I'm happy with that. What about you, Jenna? Yeah. Sure. Well, and, we- and after this, should we ask some oracle questions? Yeah. We should ask like sure. big questions of the universe. Yes. Yeah, we should. I mean, can I? We could just run through. I'll I'll ask the same question just to see. I'm just curious what to see what it says. Generate. Yeah, I am. Sure. So also, okay, so I'm selling my house and we're going to, what are we going to, what's going to happen? Like, what are we going to, where are we going to get, go after that? And your phone is charging too, by the way. Three, four unbroken lines. Yep. So far, it's all yang. Oh, there's a yin. So unbroken unbro- is yin and unbroken is yang. That's right. What about all z- all all zeros? If it's all open, that's hexagram two, which is like the big vagina hexagram, the mother or the earth. Um, and if it's all yang, it's hexagram one, which penis. is the dragon or penis, right? So it's funny. It's all yin yang stuff. It always cracks me up. Okay, so you got different ones than she did. Okay. We get shake. So what was your question? Where am I like, to buy my next house? Where am I going to buy my next house? Okay. Oh, and then you get 14, which is that possessing in the center one or having what you want or getting what you want, right? Let's wow, see. Wow, that's random. I know. Totally got the same. I better not get pregnant. <laughs> 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 right? If you don't want to, you might want to be careful. Hexagram 34. Let, let me see if there's a structural one. That one has to do with a mountain. <gasps> let me see now. But no river? <laughs> I don't think kidding. there's a river. <laughs> Interesting. That one is like also by animals. It's like a herdsman. This one is like, what does it say? Were you looking for something like by horses or something? It's you know, weird. on the place that we are looking, there is hor- there is a horse. Corral. It's literally like horses and a horse corral. Is this really? You guys it says are horse looking corral? at one. Yeah, that has a horse corral. Actually, it's two horse corrals. The literal image is of a herdsman and a corral. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'll take that one. Of the picture of it. And so, and it's a mountain. It is a mountain. 
uh, Kolu Mountain burst open and out came water. It's like a man on a mountain. And you know what's crazy is we were talking, if we were to build a house there down the road, we could blast out the mountain and build it in the mountain. This is how crazy the I Ching is, you guys. And then also Whoa. with blasting, you could go down and get water because there you could get, there's a lot of wells. There's water potential. in the mountain where yeah. you guys are looking that you could get to. Yeah, there's wells all, like you could well up anywhere. Creepy. That is very creepy. That's the answer. Okay. Changing about, it to 14, which is like, you'll get it. 14 means I'll get what I want. You'll get what you want. I just, I really actually just felt like a weight off my shoulders. You know, as they say, I just yeah. felt that happen. That's incredible. So cuckoo. Woo-hoo. Okay. Is it, okay. Okay. Should we ask the oracle? Yes. yes. Let's ask. Do the we oracle. have any more questions from you guys on our live? Hmm. I think so. I've got a really funny one. Well, it's not funny. It's kind of serious. But what is Seriously Donald funny. Trump's destiny as president of the oh United God, States funny. of America? Should we ask I Ching or pull cards? What do you guys prefer? I'm I'm feeling I Ching. Let's do. I'm I Ching. like so obsessed with I Ching. Yeah. It's crazy. I've, I've never seen this. it before. I have so many I Ching stories. I'm trying to write an I Ching book because I can't even believe how insanely crazy it is. I'll help you if you want. Do you, I'll just really quickly, Dr. Karcher tells a story of how he came across the I Ching. He was in Montreal. He was a dancer at the time. He was a professional ballet dancer, like all totally gnarly and really good, like rigorous. He was staying in a hotel and he had a dream. And in his dream, he walked by a bookstore and it was like this hallway that went to one bright red book at the end of the hall. And in his dream, he went and he got the book. The next day he wakes up He's going to his appointment. He passes a bookstore, no way. looks inside. There's Sees a book. red book and he <gasps> goes to it and it's the I Ching. <gasps> wow. And he said after that, he was done. It was, yeah. he stayed in his hotel room for like four days doing I Ching nonstop, <laughs> like a crazy person. You got to yeah, pay course. attention you to dreams. To. That's your highest so self that, telling you He literally had a synchronistic dream that led him to the I Ching. Wow. I love that story. Okay, I've been having see. some really If you guys have any questions, right ask us now because we can ask the Oracle. Also, P.S., even though I'm going to ask this, it's usually better to ask questions about yourself and not other people. Okay. Oh. Or if you do ask about other people, it's good to get their permission. Oh, yeah. Because well, otherwise you're like Ah, fishing. Donald Trump won't mind. Oh, you mean I, you Donald know. Trump. Okay, well, we can ask, like, for us as Americans, like, what could that Oh, well, we're, we're already in. Because he's Let's guiding it, it right? Because he's in charge of a lot of people's destiny due to his position. Yeah. Right? As a public figure. That does service, hopefully. But let's see. So it prefers personal questions than directly to who's there. You can ask about whatever you want. Yeah. Right? But we could see what happens, but it might not be as. I know. But it's usually better etiquette to make sure it's focused on yourself or general. But if someone asks us through Facebook Live, we could ask because they're present and watching. Yeah, they gave us permission. <laughs> right. Oh, funny. For that, we get hexagram 36, which is like a darkness or a dark time. A dark or, tide has a Or a tyrant. Descendant. 36 is a tyrant that it's... Oh, my God. I have to read this because it's insane. But... Hexagram 11 is peace or everyone being oh, in harmony. because he's going to bring a, I, I. It's a tyrant who brings peace. Oh, oh my God, my that gosh. just gave Wait, me goosebumps. Is that 36? Wow. 36, 36 is a tyrant is called and a tyrant 11 is peace. Bring, okay, a tyrant that Accidentally brings peace. <laughs> yeah, because he's... Because everyone has to rise up and come together well, and also to he's fight like, for what they want. He's uncovering a lot of... Yeah, he is. CRAP. 
It's literally, um, it's oppression and hidden influences. It mm-hmm. says advancing will lead you to a place where you are injured. Brightness hiding. It means injury. But there's a part, let me read you guys this. It says, this is the place of GZ, who is a Chinese figure in history, the man with integrity who serves a tyrant. You have to pretend to be a part of this situation. Disguise yourself. Don't lose your integrity. So it's about um, kind of placating a tyrant in order to not get injured. So the story is of this guy who's like on the court of this king who is being inappropriate to everyone. But the guy can't. He has to like feign madness in order to continue and not because if he upsets the king he'll get killed so do you think that person is us or there's literally a person on donald trump's um could be advisory a little bit of both. Has something but it's the story behind this is of a corrupt king it says king wen and it was like a tyrant the shang tyrant um, How crazy that we got this hexagram. Yeah, like, that's that unbelievable. Is, this is like totally whoa. bonkers pants. Um, and the story behind it is exactly of having to deal with some kind of tyrannical figure that's in wow. charge of everything, right? So let's see what the changing line advises. It says, this is a serious but not deadly wound. To deal with it, the spirit must be mobilized. Come to the rescue. So true invigorate imaginative power and the way will open and you will free yourself. A flourishing time is coming. Realize hidden potential. So it will hurt things, but only in order to make it better by inspiring everyone. Yes, that's exactly what I was So it's a force of inspiration feeling. through a tyrant that brings peace. That's yeah, highlighting the true. shadow of humanity for Correct. us to recognize it. And 36 is like brightness hiding. Choose. It says, hide your light, protect yourself, accept and begin a difficult task, oppression and hidden influences. And wow. the Shang tyrant is who the hexagram wow. was generated That is after. phenomenal. This is, is cray cray. This is cray cray. Ask another. <laughs> okay. My next question is, how did life on Earth begin? Oh, that's funny. Let's see what they say. Life on Earth, Ching. What you got? Do you get any flashes or does the coins Sometimes work with you both. in any way? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. I try to keep myself out of it as mm. much as possible, which is why I like to use intermediaries of the divination systems. Because like, I'll have my own experiences that will influence, because uh-huh. I'm so dumb that I only have myself to draw from. But the divination systems are like older and bigger than me. So it's a way to make it larger than myself, mm-hmm. which isn't to disparage people that don't use those systems, because... Technically, they would say they're drawing from a larger thing anyway, right? But mm. for me personally, I try to... Try to be neutral. Yes. During, try to be While neutral. you read them. I find like when when people who can see, you know, sixth sense wise, they, often by not doing the the third party system, right. they, it's totally through their own lens and then it's it's not as clear. Right. Third party system is a good. Oh, funny, we got 63. 
See, it's so weird how it'll. That was water river. Water. Mountain. What was what from was, the water? Yeah, life the, came. The, the water. It, but didn't we get sixty three on for my, where you were gonna live? Yeah, and that's R- water, water and mountain. Out of mountain. all of the answers, right? Statistically, it's what funny if, we get the same one. What if life started at your where house, <laughs> Atlantis? Maybe. Listen, it. Oh my God! Listen to what it says. Begun. No way. Is the first word. No way. We said, where did life begin? <laughs> begun. Already underway. Something already in progress. Yeah, that's true. Prima materia, which is the first matter. <gasps> prima no materia. It, way. Look at this. It says the word prima materia, the burning water, the burning a primal water. seed figure. Oh, my God. Guys, we have the answers of the universe here. We can ask it anything and know all the answers. That is totally bonkers, pants. So it's literally answering where did life on earth originate with, with the prima materia as a seed that comes out of the water, right? Wow, that is, whoa. That's so true. Pretty crazy. So life started, the first sense of life seed. came out of the ocean. Came out of the or ocean. from the water. That's right? all we know. That would be what it says. And it's about cooking something or like something in a pot, right? Was the other meaning of it. So begin an action, succeed, benefit. The old character shows the flowing river in a field of grain or a boat with three people on it. Hmm. The huh. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? That's funny. And what about the other one? There's no There's changing no line and no nothing it changes into. What do you mean? So there'll be two different ways. If there's no lines, that ch- sometimes there's only one response. And that means it doesn't change. You mean to the say... The answer's always the same. Wow. When there's no changing lines, it doesn't ever change. What is the changing line? Show me what it changes. So, like, for example... In um, the hexagram about Donald Trump, the changing line was number two, which makes all the that line different, and then it becomes another hexagram. But this one has nothing that changes; it's always the same. So, what if we ask the same question again? We we can try. Let's try and see it just if it to see what happens. Another yeah. response. I'm just yeah. curious to see what happens. See if yeah. it gets okay. another one. Okay, same question. Right. How did life on Earth begin? Let's see if it's maybe maybe we'll get a different aspect. You know, maybe could give you it, another. Maybe right? it wants to give us a more complete answer. I'll chase stuff down. Like if I want to, I'll do like total detective style, where I'm like, "How about now? What about now? What do you think now?" Right. <laughs> so I'll chase it down, and then it'll usually give like does, a string. Does it, does it ever talk to you and say, "Okay, enough now"? Yeah, that's hexagram four, which is an ignorant, stupid person that can't <laughs> stop asking questions. <laughs> That is hilarious. I've gotten that lot of corrected. It's always like you need to stop. It's the literal words are um, I answer when one approaches the first time and the second time I ignore them. Spirit. Schooled by totally spirit. rude. It's very Chinese. It's not emotional. It's about business. Well, it's already generating a different response does it have a changing line there's two changing lines in this one okay let's see it's funny because the bottom part is the same in all three so if you see there's two there's basically two trigrams that Uh each hexagram are made of so three lines times two Uh so this has the same bottom one Uh in each which is clarity or fire or like enlightenment 
is the one that is the same. Well, fire could be like the spark of life too, in a way. But that's the one that is in all of the answers to this question. Okay, let's see. Penetrating over. 37 into 30. 37 is like family or like a fam ancestors or like a... Um, Whoa, do you think that's connected to what we were talking about what, before? You mean like spiritual about, ancestors? Yeah, about spiritual like, ancestors starting oh, life yeah, on Earth. Oh, yeah, in a boat, right, that came here. <gasps> that was our... You guys, we were eating ship. tomato soup and having toast. Yeah. And that was what we were that's talking, what we're talking about. about. Okay, I, I have to fill everyone in. So before we had Marja come over, before we started this podcast, we were having some tomato soup and eating toast. And I said to the girls, what do you guys think about this Pleiading theory where there's a star constellation called the Pleiades, which is known to be a high vibrational... Um, I don't know, planetary energy life system over there. And they are evidently giving us information that life on earth started as an experiment and that all the forces, all the kind of masters of the universe um, came together, that there were top engineers and designers and architects and whatever it may be. And everyone, these different universal forces created earth, uh, sorry, created life on earth as an experiment to look over. So that was the conversation we were having before. And it just answered with our conversation. Yeah. It, but listen, it this answered. one also says a seed figure, but this is a human seed in uh -huh. the answer we got this time. So that other one was prima materia, which would be more of a nature answer. Uh -huh. And this time around we, it says all human beings, humanity. Whoa. The ideogram shows a person kneeling in submission. The old character suggests a person kneeling in submission or like an ancestor or like everybody's But also if like if, family. If, if life here was created by like the architects of the universe, then we would be like almost like bowing to their power in a way, like on our knees. That's true. Or well, as you said, there were that you you think that the Pleiadians or other aliens in the solar system may be in human form. <gasps> well, well, I think they came here in a spaceship, which could be the boat. In the line. So we asked again, how was life created? Yeah. Now it's talking about human beings, and it says the indwelling of spirit. You can create a world around you, like whoa. a temple or a house of spirit. Whoa! 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 Act from your heart and try to help others. Care for people, and it will open the way. We are master. We are creators. It just of our said universe. how we can create life as wow. humans was the second answer that it generated. Wow! And then it changes into thirty, which is enlightenment. Okay, so what is your interpretation of that? So the first one we got was how the earth created life. Mm -hmm. And the second answer was how humans can create life, mm -hmm. which is through loving each other. Opening your heart. Wow, that's incredible. And that incredible. that's something that dwells inside of us. Mm -hmm. And in a sense that we're like We house creators. creation yeah. inside of us. So yeah. do you think that does allude to the idea that there are, were other energies that created life on earth? Could be, or like the human ancestor, yes, whatever created humans to come down to create within the creation, mm. right? Would be what it's responding to. Wow, okay. that's crazy. well, I guess that one's up to a little bit of interpretation, but it's, it's got true. some pretty we're, big. We're relating it to our earlier yeah. conversation, but it's got some pretty big because clues it, there. But I'll find when I do each thing, a lot of times if I'm talking to the client beforehand, it will answer with literal words that we just said to each other. Wow, so that's it does of, that that's too. Part of it. 
Yeah. And why do you, how do you think that happens? I don't know, but it's totally crazy. Like, and the client too will see it and we'll be like, what? It'll literally be a word that we just focused on and said back and forth. And that word specifically okay. will be in the All response. right. So I've got a little experiment here. Yeah. So my next uh, question is, where do we go when we die? So oh. before you um, th- toss those coins, let's all say our idea opinion on that and see if the coins pick up on the dialogue yeah uh well since you're both looking at me <laughs> i'll say i think that after we die we go back to the same place we were before we were born which is a spirit realm without form where we are sort of just absorbed into the oneness and we have all of our spirit guides and spirit team around us and it's just um I see it as a higher level of consciousness. Oh, that's exactly my answer. You well, too? I'll go off of it okay. because this also I experienced and my shaman teacher, Kelvin DeWolf, brought it to my attention. So there's actually two different choices for humans when you die. One is to get reabsorbed and the God that eats you again is a crocodile. It's usually shown throughout most traditions in a crocodile form in Egypt. It's a moot the devourer and you go back into the earth, like recycled, like from earth, we come from earth, the womb and tomb. So you can go back in and get recycled and come out as something else. That's samsara. That's the karmic wheel of becoming reintegrated and reincarnation. But right? I would say even if you weren't going to come back to earth, that you would still leave your body in and the go universe. to a place sure. of universal Sure, but you're still recycled and come out yeah. in this well, new you, thing. And you right? could not necessarily come back out on earth either. Correct. Yeah. Because a moot is not just earth. Yeah. It's the life itself situation. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. So the other option that other people talk about, especially the Taoists, is that you break out of that, like a little mm. sperm or an egg that goes like... And in order to break free from that samsaric cycle and to go to dharma instead of karma, you have to develop a certain thing and then you go to a different location. But how, instead of how different could that uh, like, location be? In like a different planet? This is but, what but we wouldn't don't that still know. be a higher level of consciousness that's in a, in a spirit form? Maybe there's something Not beyond the universe. According to the Taoist immortals, the people that wrote about this the most that you can find information about it readily are going to be in the ancient yoga materials and written by these characters that were called the Hsien, H S I E N, that were individuals that claimed to have broken free from the crocodile. And this is also in Egyptian literature as well. But the majority of people, as you mentioned, go underworld and then regenerate. So they get eaten, incorporated, and then reintroduced. And then there's another option that these so other reincarnation is talk about. more often than not people's journey. The in majority, this theory, correct. The majority, but there are um, this is only times, a theory. Too. Yeah, theory, of course. And then there are other people who maybe once they've learned their lessons Correct. or done what they've needed to That's do dharma. on earth, they move towards their true that path. other thing. Yeah, the, the, the other thing. The, Whatever the other it is, who knows? Planet, who knows? But there is like an option B. Fascinating. Okay, let's see what <laughs> okay, let's see. says to where do we go when we die? The suspense is killing me. I 
read a really fascinating article. Well, I had an interview with a death midwife recently. She was unbelievable about the art of dying. And she talks about um, death as an opportunity for healing for the person dying and for the family and the she ancestors. About, uh, That's the uh, the womb and tomb of the earth is the graven, which is where all the ancestors dwell and kind of live and exist, right? According to the myths. Yeah, and she talks about her idea of where they go when they die and oh, how they move I feel like her. she didn't have a very strong answer for that, as I remember. She had her personal experience of what she's seen, but she's not saying she's that a, that she is didn't the say way. Either way. Well, right, because who pretty... knows? Like, all we can do is what, like, who knows the answer to that? Well, hopefully I Ching. Right? <laughs> Yi Ching, Yi Ching. However you pronounce it. It's Chinese, so they are tonal. Yi Ching. Yi Ching. No, that guy, I just offended every Chinese person. Oh, my God, I know. We're Ching. terrible. Okay, let me see here. Ooh, it answered with 64, which is the last hexagram <gasps> in the I Ching. It answered with the end. Mm-hmm. Is the first response, which I'll read. It's literally a transition into something else, because whoa, whoa, sixty-four whoa, whoa, whoa. is the end, but also the beginning. The stale eating. So the that's the reincarnation response. Totally crazy. Okay, so the question is: I've just switched on my live Instagram. The question is: Where do we go when we die? And it has literally brought up an answer. The end. The end is where you go when you die. Listen, 64 is the last possible hexagram in the I Ching. And it says, on the edge of change. It's literally a transition into something else. It says, not yet crossing describes your situation in terms of being on the verge of an important change or transition. Right? It's funny. It shows a tree and a river. Like in the image, it has like a tree next to the water. With a boat with three people in it again. Oh my what gosh. The that means we're the, the same aliens as the beginning. Will, the aliens will come the, back oh and take god, us back. Oh my god, it's the same as the answer to how it, life was created. Oh my gosh. Whoa. This is insane. Oh, The people crazy. with the boat. Yeah, because but listen to this. Well, maybe it says, that's your answer. doesn't exist yet. Is that the second hexagram or the first? The first hexagram. Interesting. You know, because I feel like the people who came here on the spaceship, which we're calling the boat, they were broken free from the samsaric cycle, I feel. Maybe they're saying that, like, we get to go back on their boat after. Listen to what it says. This is the words written in the book. In truth, each end is a new beginning. (gasps) Each end is a new beginning. It's answering that death is not the end. It's, it's the a new start beginning. Of a, of, because the answers with the people in the boat, which was the creation. <gasps> well, and either, whether or not... We, this is so this good. Is crazy. Whether or not we take option A or option B, so to speak, like it's always going to be a new beginning, you know? Correct. And so that could be talking to the karmic cycle. Is it some other beginnings? Mm-hmm. And how does that mm-hmm. song go? Yeah, that's like um, a, a song from the 90s. <laughs> right? I'm so that's, 90s. No, I mean, I'm 90s too. Yeah. That is very crazy. And then 57 is literally um, food for the dead. Hexagram 57 is putting a meal on an altar for your dead ancestors. So that means the ancestors, you know, can come back as your spirit guides. That's right. It's uh, the images of hands putting food on an altar for the dead spirits. 
I mean, I mean, my interpretation, as we know, we ex- interpret things differently depending on our life right. experience, right? So in my interpretation, tell me if yours lines up with this or I not. See, no, I'm going to ask that now. I, um, I kind of interpret that as it talking to karma in a mm. way, the karmic cycle of... Uh, when it's not like when you die, you die and that's it. It's just a big black hole and right. it's nothingness. There is your spirit does live on and it can recycle and come back to earth and regenerate. Uh, that's my interpretation. I don't know. What about you guys? Um, I see. Uh, I just see it as like it's the beginning. Death is the beginning of something new, or however you're going to look at it. And then two, some dead people come back to be your spirit guides. That's how I looked at it. As ancestors. Yeah. So as how do you read that ancestry Because in Chinese theory, they say there's ghosts and there's ancestors. Ah. So some of your family may have become ghosts, which are like hungry entities yeah, and that are not, not at rest. Yeah, they're not at and rest. And when your your family is at rest and they've been honored and fed, and come you back gain them as, as an ancestor that then is your guardian. So there's two kinds. You can either have an ancestor spirit that takes from you or you can have one that assists you. Yeah, I see that. I totally so, see that. And just to be clear on that, when you're talking about ancestry spirits... We're all ancestors to each other, right? So it would be like all of us. Okay, so do you mean living ancestors dead. or dead, dead ancestors? And where do they dwell? They're in the spirit team, in the, the, in the ethers. The spirit team. <sighs> that They're in the ethers. Team spirit. <sighs> It would. That's a good question. According to I Ching, the dead dwell in what they call the Ghost River, which is a river oh, of so burning that water. Been the river that you saw there. It's called the Burning Water, and it's in like mythology too. All the rivers are talked yeah. about in Dante's. All the underworld has these weird rivers where all the ghosts or the dead live. So I don't know what that is, but it's discussed a lot. Okay, but isn't that going against exactly what I Ching is just telling us, which is? Death is not, it doesn't end there. Uh, well, a river I guess, never ends either. Well, that's true. Maybe then you can go to these different places in regards to totally. the ghost river. That's or right. Or yeah, maybe you could go to your ancestors, which There's could be option. back up to source energy. Or you could number. go back to the earth. Or Correct. you could go to the Pleiades. Or, or you yeah. could go to Venus. Or you could go to who knows where, you know, some like spirit huh. dimension. Interesting. Interesting. I have a question from um, somebody who's watching right yes. now. Uh, and this is from Serena, and she says, my husband would like to know what is this event that people are talking about? And let me elucidate a little bit because I know what she's talking about, yeah. which is like a lot of people are saying that there's just been massive shifting energies probably for the last month or two. I mean, that's been since 2012. Yeah, okay. So, but like that, it's definitely since 2012. Yeah. And, and actually, like I heard there was like an opening in 2012, which then closed in December of 2017. And then since that, we're kind of like almost shifting into the new paradigm. And so there's, there is some talk that like, there is going to be some type of event. I don't know if I really believe that because yeah. that's been said so many times. A lot. So, but that's the question. So sure. do you want to, maybe, maybe we should be more specific and say, is there going to be a, a full transition into a new paradigm? Sure. Or, hmm. or well, what do you think? What do you guys think? Yeah. You know, the, I'll just say what I've gotten for that. Who knows what we'll get right now. But every time I get it and with clients, I get hexagram 19, which is a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or a new approach or a new way. Or a new start paradigm. of the new way. We'll okay, take it. We'll take it. Let's see what she says. So the question is... Is, is there going to be an event that will shift us into a new paradigm? Yeah. Okay. Or will it be like slowly over time, which is what it seems to be. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's happening in waves. 
Like it's yes. not a singularity. Yeah. But it's like there's oh, waves. Waves. Kind of like contractions when you're Life's having a baby. Birth contractions. Yeah. Totally. But don't you think that's been happening over the history of time? All of the humans, right? That's well, we've nature. been working up to this for the last twenty six thousand years. But this is a singularity. Well, no, right? not a singularity. So, but this transition right. wave. Time. This particular one that we're experiencing because now. Even if you say it's not a, a birth, you know, could right. have you know multiple waves, but then it culminates in a in an event. In an event. True. But my question is, is this diff- is this time where in more of a pressing time of a transition into a new world in regards to a new paradigm, a new consciousness, a new way compared to how it's always been throughout history? Or do you think throughout history at all times there's a battle between good and evil well, and true. conscious and if unconscious? If there's no time, the answer to that would be yes. Riddle me this, riddle me that. So you don't really have an answer on that one. <laughs> Oh, for that one, we got the Enlightenment hexagram, <gasps> hexagram 30, changing into 49, which is revolution. <gasps> or like the shedding of skin. Yes, new paradigm Does is approaching. That, right? So listen, hexagram 30 is like a raise and awareness. It says, awareness, join with, articulate, spread the light, see clearly, bright presence of the spirit, an access of change. It says, um, for the changing lines, oh, that's funny. First, there's an end. The first thing that we have to go through is the death. That would make sense. It says, it feels as if you have lost a connection. Let your sadness be seen like mourners at a funeral rite who earth the ghost and release the spirit. This will open the way. Find supportive friends. So the event will be like a death event. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the death of the old paradigm. Gnarly. The second changing line says, um, the king. Oh, it's like the changing of the king. Oh, like the president? Huh. What about the queen? (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. Listen, the king sets out on a campaign to sever the heads and offers the rebel chiefs in sacrifice. That's pretty gnarly. So there'll be some kind of political event. The omens cheer him on. Something harmful has occurred, and you must deal with it. Be determined and aggressive. You will have excellent result. Get rid of the leaders and seize what is truly important. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's true. Listen, offer the old in sacrifice. This is not a mistake. Opposition will fall apart. A time of abundance yes. is coming. Yes. Don't be afraid to act. So yes. that is the prophet. That actually That's is the, the prophecy. prophecy of the new paradigm. That's right. what they talk about. The end what, of the king, and also and the, the transition the into the yeah, a transition into the Aquarian era. The change it changes into forty nine, which is revolution. It says, oh. "Strip away the old, let the new life emerge, revolt and renew." transformation, calling in the bright spirits. It says skinning, which is also like the images of like a snake shedding its skin and getting renewed, describes your situation in terms of stripping away the protective cover, which is like fear. The veil. The veil. The way to deal with it is to radically change and renew the way things are presented. Eliminate what has grown old and useless so the new can be seen. Yes, this is mm. what we actually this is got. Pretty, it's pretty this is pretty epic. This is pretty spot on. Pretty epic. So for everyone who's joining, listen, um, it says this life. begins this begins a whole new cycle of time. Whoa. All your doubts and sorrows will be extinguished. Your wow. link to the spirits will carry you through. 
So, yes, indeed, we are heading towards a paradigm shift <laughs> and a new Which world. Which will be a political event with kings and kings that sacrifice. And literally, it said, cut the heads off of. And a breaking down of an old A breaking down kingdom. of the old kingdom. And regime. And regime. Well, that sounds promising. Like when Rome falls, it's kind of answering to like the end of an empire. Yes. Right? Do you reckon it would give us a time? Well, so both of those... Amber, you already know. (laughs) Today? (laughs) Please God, today. 49 is a spring because it's always the coming of new. All the new hexagrams are usually spring because that energy of spring is a creation Mm -hmm. or a new thing that's there that wasn't there before. Hexagram 30 is summer, which is like light or brightness or all fire, all yang. Right? So spring, so spring, summer, summer, spring and summer, buckle your seatbelts. Wow. Summer will be when the event is when the king, when the king falls. And then by the following spring will be, but it's funny because every spring, like this spring again on April, I got the, the message of the new time has begun. I don't know if you got anything in your meditations, but literally at the beginning of April is when it always, like I get so much info on that, but it could just be the nature of spring itself. I don't mm. know. And renewal. So much is renewing in the wow. spring. Okay, maybe does anyone have one more question for the oracle? One more question which you would like to ask the universe? Because wow, that is that was like a biggie. I don't know, man. That was like that was huge. Great. (laughs) It's been exciting. So specific. Really good. Do we have any more in there? Um. Yeah, we have. What about? What about? mm, No, we already mm, asked on those. Well, can we ask about our project or is that too soon? What about, we can pull some cards. Well, what, too. Are, what about is peace on earth possible? But I guess we're moving into the new paradigm. So it said kind of all your doubts question. and sorrows will vanish. Should I ask about global warming? Or is that a bit too heavy? What Good. do you reckon? We can ask about yeah, that. Yeah, we could ask about that. Um, okay. You guys want I Ching or Tarot? Let's do Tarot. Sure. Mix it up. We'll pull some cards. Will, so my question to the Oracle is will global warming destroy humanity and mm. the earth? Because maybe that's the new beginning. Just wipe out the humans. And it everything's... comes with a death first. Well, yeah, so will that's the death. global warming kill humanity? Just global warming? Well, that's well, why the... don't we say like human-driven climate change or human-driven? It knows what I'm talking about. Come on. Me well, and the I Ching. Okay, read my mind. We're connected. All right. Hopefully the tarot too knows your mind. Oh, right. oh, so, oh we're doing tarot. No. Oh, okay. Dear Tarot, will global warming wipe out humanity? Okay, so the answers that we got are about balance. We get justice reversed. Mm -hmm. We get page of cups reversed. But then we get two of pentacles. So justice reversed is an imbalance or something that is not, it gets out of balance. Totally, the nitrogen in the atmosphere should be in the soil. This is indicating there is some kind of situation where things are out of equilibrium. It just turned off. Um, (laughs) But then it will re-equilibrium. Two of Pentacles is coming back into balance. There also seems to be something about the water that is the issue. In both of these cards, we the have water. The ocean is acidifying. The ocean. Page of Cups is holding a fish in his cup with the ocean. So the global warming impact on humans is going to be seen directly in the ocean. Well, what's happening is the oceans are acidifying because Correct. the carbon... So we have to fix the the thing we have to bring into balance is the ocean. But you got that as your final card upright. Correct. Which means, no, we won't die. It'll come back into equilibrium, which is what nature does. And maybe that's also connected to the new way, the new paradigm going back to the earth. Yep. And like maybe the people who are going to die off in that great death time will be all the people trying to imbalance things. 
That's what I think. Wow, that was well, really I think positive. That, I that think makes me feel so not, much better. What I think is going to happen is like those people are going to manifest um, sickness and imbalance, imbalance within in themselves. themselves. Yeah. And take themselves out. Honestly, guys, I stress about this. Like, this is a real stress for me. Yeah. I worry about my son's future and if he's going to be able to swim in the ocean or not. Yeah. Because the prediction is, unless we start working on um, the climate change issue, our oceans are going to be acidified, yeah. and the Earth is going to start heating up. It's a fish out of water. Fish out of water. It's shown in the card. So yes, there is an imbalance. That first card was imbalance. Yes. It's something to do with water and the oceans are acidifying. And the final card was things will We'll come back. back The justice card can also be like government and federal regulatory systems, which are not imbalanced imbalanced with protecting protecting the environment. So the way to regain the balance and fix the oceans is through the government regulatory laws. So Mm. we need to make laws that protect Kiss the Ground is working on. And everyone needs to look into Kiss the Ground because... That's my brother-in-law's corporation fighting for legislation changes. It has to get to protect done on the that oceans. level because protests are good and they contribute awareness. But the way that action goes in this country and in most of the globe is through regulatory laws. So if those don't change, the companies can dump as much garbage as they want. There's no enforcement of the laws. There's no way Maybe to enact the change. that's what the I Ching was talking about with the crumbling of an old way. And men, the king, the, the king falling, you know, because that falls. is like the part. This has all been really positive. Now, it's true. The I outcomes have all been positive. But I, I have a question. Yes. Because all three of us have the same philosophies and hopes um, around what is going to happen. Maybe someone would interpret them different. But do you think the the cards and the I Ching read into our philosophies and our hopes Maybe and we can expressed it. that? It actually specifically told us that we can create. It's, We're master creators. That's what creators. I mean. Like maybe yeah. because it's us that where our divination today could help create that. <gasps> From your mouth oh, to God's oh, ears, oh. on the wings of angels. Let's create a revolution of a new time beginning well, in that's which what everything comes here. back into equilibrium and yeah, peace. That's yeah. we're obsessed with that. Yeah, that's why we're all here today. <laughs> spiritual clap, spiritual clap. <laughs> cool. Wow. Okay, guys, that was amazing. That was Maja, great. thank you so much Maja, for being here with us today. It's transformative to be in your presence. We all did it together. That was good teamwork. Yuring, thank you for being, bringing a little magical bag of tricks. Yes. <laughs> the little oracle here in her in my little, little... My Mary Poppins purse. Oh, it's, it was so much bag. fun. I could do this all day. We're not going to let I her do leave. this all day. We're going to imprison you here in this room. <laughs> That's a great idea. The secret garden. Create yeah. a new paradigm together right yes. here. <laughs> so, wow, guys. Thank you for joining us today as well, our listeners. That covers it for today. Um, I would. I have one more question for you, yes. Maja. What do you think would be a good invitation for our listeners to take home and apply to their own lives around divination? Yes, that's wonderful. So, what I my approach to divination is to usually try to like when I ask it stuff, I'll just say like, "What time is it for me now?" You can direct it and ask questions about whatever you want, as we so discovered, right? Anything under the sun. Or you can go receptive and let the divination talk to you. Mm -hmm. So you can try both ways. So I would encourage people, as you approach divination, to not only investigate what your desires are, 
but to also be receptive so to that, what... That would mean like don't ask a question? Don't ask a okay. question. Let it tell you what it mm-hmm. wants. Yeah, interesting. That's exciting. Very Not what you want, what it wants. Okay. So how can, if people wanted to have a I Ching session, tarot session, astrology, ordinary magic, tutoring, <laughs> whatever you offer... Uh, how would they be able to get hold of you? Sure. That's all on my website, which is witchatthedawn.com. And it's on the services page. And they can just shoot me an email, which is at maja at godismyboyfriend.com. <laughs> yes, You're not going to forget is. that, are you? <laughs> and do you have anything coming up that people can get involved in? Any courses or? Um, I actually have a witch kung fu class. I saw I'll that. I want to go. Can we May, go to that? It's free yeah. to the public. And it'll be in Griffith Park by the Bear. And I'll be teaching methods to lift yourself up when you get down. So I'm going to be using the energy of spring and that yang energy to teach people techniques, not only to lift your muscles, but also like when people give you put downs or like just things put you down, how you can raise your energy back up when you're dealing with environments that are detrimental. Mm. Is that a Saturday or a Sunday? It's a Saturday from two to four. In it's Los in Angeles. May. I'm gonna go. Yeah, it's everyone, on my website. I think everyone sh- that should just be known to everyone. That should be a we little tool everyone has. We all need a good has. pick me up. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna be the double express. The power of spring. I need to learn how to fight. <laughs> Amber doesn't. I'll teach you how to fight. <laughs> you need to know. So yeah, that's it. Fighters. Thank you so much again, Maja. We love you and cannot wait to have you on again. Oh, anytime. My pleasure, ladies. Uh, no, I'll seriously take you up on that. And thank you, everyone, for listening and being with us today. We really appreciate your support. And thank you for your curiosity at looking at a new way, a new paradigm, a new world that we can clearly all create together. The seed is within us all and it starts with you and us so love you lots if you like today's episode give us a five-star review and share it share the love big kisses from us to you bye visit our website themotherlovingfuture.com for more information and please leave us a five-star review on itunes if you like what you hear we read every single review and comment and we are so grateful for your support see you next week